Last night, it was announced that senior New Zealand First MP and former Minister Tracy Martin has resigned from the party, saying New Zealand First no longer reflects her values. Also gone is Jenny Marcroft, who, alongside Martin, was one of two female MPs in the party between 2017 and 2020. Tracy Martin told The Herald it's clear the party struggles with women in leadership and over the years there's been a perception it's a boys' club. Martin held a number of portfolios, including Minister of Children, Seniors and was the Associate Minister of Education. Tracy Martin joins me now. Good morning to you. Good morning, Kerry. If you'd stayed, if you'd managed to be part of a coalition government, would you have left? Yeah, I mean, that's a really good question um, because there was still, there was quite a lot of... um, Issues that had arisen during the last couple of years inside the party that were causing me some concern. Yes. And also um, there were there was direction inside the campaign itself that started to seem odd to me or it just didn't merge with what I believed we, we were representing. Yep. So it certainly would have been, it was something I was considering at that time. It certainly would have been a challenge and I would have had to put a lot of energy into articulating that. Uh, you know, I'm. I am not. I am not comfortable with the direction. What attracted you to the party in the first place? Um, mostly, actually, well, I got involved because of my mum, right? Yep. So my mum was involved, and I believe what every decent child does is they support their parents. <laughs> so, um, you know, my, when my mum was on the campaign trail, I handed out flyers. I did this, that, and the other. I also, though, believe at the end of the day, I lived through the 1980s and the 1990s with, you know, a Labour government and then a national government really trashing what was the sort of, you know, um, bringing in the neoliberal model and trashing Mm. what had been the sense of community of New Zealand. And New Zealand first, for me, still held those, those values around putting New Zealanders first and putting community first. And you don't believe they do that anymore? I think they have drifted away. I think they have drifted away. I think they have been captured by, I mean, you don't actually need a whole lot of money to run a political campaign in New Zealand. We are incredibly lucky in this country that if you have a message that resonates with New Zealanders and you get out there and do the hard yards into the halls and on the streets and talking to people, then you can get elected. And that is what New Zealand First did in 2011 to come back, because I know what we spent and it was like next to nothing. So, um, so it was the murkiness. It was the murkiness around the accounts and the and the slipperiness said, around the all excuses. That new, all that stuff was new to me yeah. as it came out in the media. I I learnt about it at the same time, um, and I I happen to strongly believe you do not need and should not have big money inside politics, and that you don't need it if mm. your message resonates with the public. They will vote for you. So basically, you're resigning on principle. Yeah, I just, I mean, New Zealand First has got to rebuild itself, you know, as it did between 2008 and 2011. For that, it needs people who are passionate about what it stands for and are prepared to put in an enormous amount of energy because I know what it takes. I don't have that for New Zealand First right now in the way that it is structured. And so I basically, I'm making a decision partly for the party, which is you need people who are more passionate about it than I, so I'm getting out of the way. Um, but I'm also, I've always had a plan B. Everybody who knows me as a politician, mm-hmm. I, I think the worst thing is to be a politician who's desperate to get re-elected 
So I'm now going to actually work on my plan B and, and give time back to my family and my husband. That's your plan B? It's not going to involve any kind of public life? Um, I'd, I'd like never say never because I'm incredibly opinionated, as you can probably tell. <laughs> Talk back host, so, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, never say never. But um, the first, my first goal is my husband is a gold medal winning winemaker who gave up that career to look after our children when I went into politics. Yeah. So my first port of call now is I'm going to support him to get back into that um, line of business and help him build his business back up again. Such a shame. Because you did a lot for a new MP. You were hardworking. You were passionate mm. about the causes you supported. You wanted to make a difference. You were black and white to your blood. <laughs> and basically yeah. the party, and in a way, it's a bit like National left Winston Peters, so he formed New Zealand First, and New Zealand First has left you. Well, I mean, everything grows and evolves, doesn't it? You know, we have to keep, we have to keep adapting, and it just... Uh, you know, it is interesting. I'm only one little person that nobody even knew existed in 2009. Mm. Um, so, you know, New Zealand First will find another person with the skills that Tracy Martin had and, and, and they'll do what they need to do. And Tracy Martin just needs to move on to what is the next part of her life. Jenny Marcroft resigning as well. Is that mm. more to do with the boys club rather than the, the money or mm. is it all part of the one and the same thing? Um, well, Jenny's, Jenny's circumstances are quite different. She's a single parent, and so over the three-year period of being in Parliament, you know, she had to raise her balance raising her daughter and, and doing her job. It's actually very hard when you are a political person to find employment, and Jenny, as a single parent, has to find employment. So mm -hmm. part of her decision is stepping away from politics to be able to put food on the table. Yeah. But Jenny also had, uh, she was, I was over in the Beehive, and she was on the, 13th floor in Bowen House she was the only female MP over there you know yeah. they had a massive workload but she was very isolated over there and so it wasn't easy for her no What does New Zealand First need to do to redeem itself in your eyes and redeem itself in the eyes of voters Well for, for me like just as a, you know as a person who was a member of the party um, the party was incredibly democratic. I was really proud of that. Everybody in the public used to say, oh, you know, it's Winston first and he makes all the decisions. And it wasn't that at all inside the party up until some constitutional changes in 2018. So, uh, you know, what I would hope is that, you know, Derek Ball and the team that are stepped into these places now will take the party back where the members run the party because, you know, politics is about people yeah. and the members are all important. So I hope that they will turn that clock back and, 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 you know, go back to that democratic model that we had in 2011. Do you think they can? Oh, you know, they can. It's mm. about whether they have the commitment to do it and whether there's enough people with the commitment to do it. This will be hard yards because, I mean, in 2011, you know, sorry, 2008, we still got four point something. Yeah. They've only had 2.7. Yeah. That means, and there's a, there's a level of COVID in there. So, you know, that may not be a true reflection of the people who still believe in the, you know, the core values and principles of New Zealand First. Um, but they've got, a, they've got a, some work ahead of them, yeah. for sure. Yeah. What was the best thing about your time in politics? Um, was actually just, it was... I enjoyed, I've never been an electorate MP, but I always had an office inside the Rodney electorate mm -hmm. because the, I, I got into this sort of thing 
because I like helping people. And many people's problems are, are solvable if they just have the right person who knows the right buttons to push. Um, so it was actually the electorate cases and those people that we were able to get really positive outcomes for when they thought all was lost. Um, that I enjoyed. And what did you hate? Um, <laughs> probably every man and their dog having an opinion. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and it was really weird. I remember being elected. And before being elected in 2011 in my community in Walkworth, I was one of those go-to people. I got stuff done. I raised money for community and so on. I was a good guy, right? Hmm. And then overnight, I became a tropper. <laughs> so within a 48-hour period, I suddenly became a politician, which is a tropper. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a liar. I'm dishonest. I'm all those things because you've now got the label of politician. And that was fascinating how quickly you changed from one thing to another oh, just because of what you now did. You'd find mm-hmm. out who your real mates were, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely did. Well, I'm sure you'll enjoy spending time with those old mates again and with your lovely family. But I do hope that you find a place for yourself in public life. You're hardworking, you're passionate, you're you're true to your values. And it'd be a great loss if if only your friends and family got to see that. Well, thanks, Kerry. I think there are times when I'm that opinionated at the dinner table, they may not necessarily agree with you, but um, but I appreciate that. Those nice words. Thank you very much. Retiring New Zealand First MP Tracy Martin.